First reading is from Romans chapter 1. For I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith, as it is written, the one who is righteous will live by faith. Second reading is from Galatians chapter 3. Just as Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, so you see those who believe are the descendants of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith declared the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, All the Gentiles shall be blessed in you. For this reason, those who believe are blessed with Abraham who believed. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the things written in the book of the law. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the one who is righteous will live by faith. Thank you, Rob. We have been looking at uh, prophets this summer, and I'm just going to read a bit from the prophet Habakkuk here. Uh, and uh, he was going to read the, a few verses, uh, including the verse that Paul quotes in both uh, this letter to the Romans and the letter to the Galatians. Uh, Paul borrows from Habakkuk this justification by faith, righteousness uh, by faith, and the importance of that. Uh, and Habakkuk is a prophet we don't know a whole lot about. We know he was in the late 600s uh, and early 500s, right around the time when the southern kingdom was under threat from Babylon and after it had been uh, invaded and conquered by Babylon and the people uh, sent into exile. Uh, and we, uh, uh, he does get one mention in the book. Uh, it's an apocryphal book that if you were uh, Catholic, you may know this, uh, or Orthodox, because uh, it is uh, canonical in their Bibles, but not in ours. But there's a book called Bell and the Dragon, uh, which is an addendum to the book of Daniel. And Habakkuk shows up in there when uh, Daniel is thrown into the lion's den. Habakkuk, hundreds of miles away, has been preparing food uh, for something else. And God comes uh, down to Habakkuk and says, you need to go and give food to Daniel. He's in a lion's den. And Habakkuk is like, well, I don't, uh, Daniel's in Babylon. He's like, well, I don't even know where Babylon is. And it's really far away. So God lifts him up by the hair and takes him over and drops him down into the pit. uh, And he feeds Daniel. Uh, And as we know, Daniel survives his time in the lion's den. Uh, And uh, Habakkuk is, uh, uh, as a prophet, other prophets generally speak to the people uh, to say, you are sinful, you're not doing the right thing. Habakkuk is very much speaking to God. Uh, kind of coming out of the suffering of the people, saying to God, where, where are you? We're, we're being invaded. We've got all this bad stuff going on. You're supposed to be our protector. You're supposed to be doing things for us. You have made a promise with us uh, as well. Uh, and then, you know, uh, basically challenging God uh, because all these uh, things are, are happening. And God does speak back to Habakkuk. So in the first chapter of his book, he is speaking to God, kind of laying on this, this guilt trip. 
uh, and then God responds. I want to read just a few verses here. Uh, this is first uh, Habakkuk speaking. I will stand at my watch post and station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see what God will say to me and what God will answer concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write this vision, make it plain on tablets, so that even a runner may be able to read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end, and it does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come, it will not delay. Look at the proud. Their spirit is not right in them, but the righteous live by their faith. That's the line that Paul borrows on and kind of develops his whole theology around. So much of the New Testament based on that one verse, but the righteous live by their faith. And moreover, wealth is treacherous. The arrogant do not endure. They open their throats wide as Sheol. Like death, they never have enough. They gather all nations for themselves and collect all peoples as their own. His words, I think, speak to us today very much. Shall not everyone taunt such people and with mocking riddles say about them, Alas for you who heap up what is not your own. How long will you load yourselves with goods taken in pledge? Will not your own creditors suddenly rise and those who make you tremble wake up? He's talking about people buying stuff on credit. They've loaded themselves up with goods that they can't afford. They've borrowed money. Also speaking to today. Then you will be the booty for them, because you have plundered many nations. All that survive of the people shall plunder you, because of human bloodshed and violence to the earth, to the cities, and all who live in them. You will be sated with contempt instead of glory. Drink you yourself and stagger. The cup in the Lord's right hand will come around to you, and shame will come upon your glory." For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you. The destruction of the animals will terrify you because of human bloodshed and violence to the earth, to cities, and all who live in them. And then there is this sort of message of hope at the end, his prayer, even in the midst of troubles, to God. Though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vines, Though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls. I'm just uh, reminded here when uh, Lynn and I went down to Pilgrim Center down in the south part of the state how incredibly brown everything is. Uh, all the cornfields that have not been irrigated are, are done, they're gone, they're all brown. The corn is you know, maybe this high. Very, very bad down there. I think this talks about that. In the midst of that, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exult in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and makes me tread upon the heights. And thus ends the book of Habakkuk.